free from GP Ran to Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news The conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence Saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran, Tut and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? We are we are um, back at number 56 GP3, round 56 Um I am solo in the man cave, uh, feeling lonely, but not alone. <laughs> Rand, oh, is, <laughs> Rand has business to take care of. He's on the road. But um, uh, I, I want to thank um, some folks for stepping in. Buddha, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. Welcome back, Buddha. And my man, Millennial Nick. Millennial. I know I didn't just wake up five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I was I was rolling the dice that you you did, but that's cool. No, I no, I've been up since eight. All right, good deal. And uh, I just want to make sure you're okay, man. You're not in your bunker. You're you're Kim Jong Un uh, bunker no. over there. You all right? Okay. Oh, I'm good. Well, I'm you good. know, <laughs> the, we we taped this show Sunday morning, and um, you know this is uh, September twenty fourth. And and Rand and I always joke about the flow of information and, and, and how information kind of comes out like a like a fire hydrant. Can you right, imagine? Right. I mean, this is like a fire hydrant within 24 hours. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and and I want to play something oh, because it's Sunday morning. And of course, we're in football season. And and, and I think you guys could hear this. But, uh, you know, let, let's give it a shot. OK, here we go. Let me tell you, like, like I'm pissed off. I'll be honest with you, you know, because I supported uh, Donald Trump. You know, I, I sat back and uh, when he asked me to uh, introduce him at a rally, you know, in, in Buffalo, I did that. But I'm reading these comments and it, it's it's appalling to me. And I'm sure it's appalling to, to almost any citizen in our country. It should be. I mean, you know, calling our players, you know, SOBs and all that kind of stuff. That's not the that's not the men that I know. Men that I know in the locker room, I'm proud of. I'm proud to be associated with those people. And it's just so, you know, I apologize for being pissed off, but guess what? That's it. Because right away, I'm associated with what Donald Trump stands And And that, let me tell you, like, that, that came like from, um, I'll be that came from, let me, let me, uh, hang on just a minute. Let me, let me clear that. But that came from Keith Oberlin. Okay. Um, you know, from, uh, Hey, hey, millennial, is is Oberlin? What's he on MSNBC? Where is he now? Oh no, he um, he's on his own. Yeah, okay, he's on his own doing his own thing. Are you talking about that clip? Yeah, the clip. Like he, I think he tweeted that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, people have been tweeting that around too. And oh um, yeah, Keith Keith Oberlin is like oh independent somebody. He he's all over the place. Yeah, so so, <laughs> so he's not necessarily um at one yeah. of the networks, but. 
It is it is amazing, man, that the president. No, that, uh, what's his name? The the guy that was speaking, the former coach, Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Right. Rex Ryan he was surprised. Last at Buffalo. Yeah, he's surprised. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But the interesting. Wait, did you see that guy's face in the video? <laughs> I know which like, one. I support, look, I support Donald Trump, but he's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But but here's here's my question though. I have towards all of this outrage, especially from people that don't look like us, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this a support because Donald Trump is messing with your franchise, your money, your bread? Or is this, excuse me, are you appalled because Donald Trump is threatening your bread and butter? Or are you appalled because this is a serious social justice issue? And so just because these guys are putting out these nice, pretty statements, it's almost like these prayers for Puerto Rico that you put hashtag prayers for Puerto Rico and then you move on with your life. Yeah, right. I'm not moved because everybody's putting statements out. I I, I can't. Right. I mean, you you can put a statement out for anything these days. Like, like. They they should have done something about the NFL situation a long time ago, about right. the way the players have been disrespected, the play the way the players have been, the way Colin Kaepernick hasn't had a job since I don't know. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> and, while. And you know, and honestly, they left they left Jamel Hill out to dry when she decided to say something about absolutely or not. They left um, you know, it, they just they continually leave these black athletes out to dry um whenever they stand up for something that direct directly affects them right. and their community. And what happens is they take their um like they, they take their stance and their opposition towards what's going on politically and they hold the contract, they hold the money over their heads. Mm-hmm. Like that's all they're good for. Like that's all they're worth. And that happens not just in NFL, but also in college football. Um you can talk you can you know the dynamic between the players and the coaches and the seventy percent black athletes um, situation you can make you can, you know you can analyze it the way you want to but you know it's you know these people are being held at a much higher standard than the person who should be <laughs> holding yeah, right. up a higher standard absolutely and, right. and let me let me say this um, yesterday um, and and this is why I'm I guess discombobulated okay. Uh, right. Yesterday, well, I mean, I've been discombobulated since June. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's it's a continual, <laughs> it's a continuous discombobulation. <laughs> but but yesterday, right. and and I gotta say kudos because because you know I'm 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 critical of, of 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 certain institutions, and and I will say yesterday uh, I'm in I'm in the south part of Atlanta, and um and and several of the churches got together and did a a march through uh, Henry County, and it was a peaceful march. Uh, it was okay. as one uh, a prayer walk, and and part of it was in reaction. Uh, it all came up in reaction. A part of it came up in reaction to Charlottesville, and you had um, a lot of the different churches. And I think you guys probably can see my screen. I'm sharing if yes. you're taking a look. I mean, that's you know they went oh, through. I see it. Um, you know uh, the high school over in Henry County uh, through the judicial system, the uh, judicial the courts, and went uh, to the square. Um. And, and, you know, What's just the, several areas. And it was it was multiple churches, uh, black, white, yeah. all the all the churches in the area were invited. But oddly enough, of course, 80 percent. It was 80 percent mm-hmm. black. Um, right. The picture <laughs> on the bottom right. Yeah. Um, what is that white monument? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what, what it is. To say. <laughs> it is. It is a civil rights. Mo- no, I'm sorry. It is a Confederate monument. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, yes. Joking. But but 
they when when they stopped there, they did mm-hmm. make mention of that. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was it was all positive. But but I, I right. say that to say, you know, after participating in that walk ended around noon and I get back and I turn the TV on and the first thing I see is you bum from like LeBron James. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> it's like, you right. know, what I'm, can you imagine? I mean, just that's what I'm saying. It's 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 almost like. Man, you're being just pulled and jerked in so many different directions. Right. And absolutely, um, it is. Um, you know, I, I considering it. We'll get into it. I, I didn't want to start. I just wanted to start with a taste of this, and let's okay. get into it a little bit later. But I wanted people to know that because it's Sunday morning. It's so very relevant. A lot of folks, of course, the NFL is their life. I mean, that's a way of life for a lot of people. I mean, right, they right. Either, you might either, you know, either go to church or whatever, but you always <laughs> come back to that couch. And right. and I've already seen, even with the uh, the game that was in London, uh, they've mm-hmm. already started, you know. So, right. but, but we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. Uh, but I do want to kind of start off light. And, 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 and I appreciate, uh, again, Buddha, thanks for filling in. Millennial. Oh, my pleasure, man. Millennial. My pleasure. Thank you uh, for filling in, and my boy Rand Tut. One of the things, let me let me um, let people know because Rand would kick me if I didn't do it. Uh, we're called oh, GP3. Um, it stands for, you know, of course, uh, Grove Park Three. Uh, I'm Tommy B, and and we all grew up in the Grove Park neighborhood. Graduated from Grove Park Elementary School, '77, uh, and um, I was, you know, basically raised North Avenue. Um, Elizabeth Place uh, ran, and Tut was on Charlotte. So um, that's why it's called GP3. We've done 56 of these, man. So we've we've wow, kind of, mm. yeah, we've we've hung in there. We you know not we skipped a couple of weeks, but but you know Rand wants to get to 100. We'll see. I think we can. You know we're doing the little engine that could, and that's who <laughs> we are. And you'll have information on how you can connect with us before and after. And we always have a collaboration of people on the show. And my man Buddha, Buddha, real quick, tell people Buddha's part of Larry Reed Live, which is one of my favorite YouTube shows. I will say, <laughs> <laughs> y'all go off, especially well, well, <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Sapp and R. Kelly this past this week. Oh my God, Lord! But I'll let you go into that. I don't want to go into it right now. But tell people how they can connect with you, uh, Buddha. Awesome. Uh, my name is V. Terrell Buddha Hill. But you can find me on all social media at V Terrell Hill, Periscope, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, V Terrell Hill. Um, you can find the uh, show, Larry Reed Live, the same. Just search Larry Reed Live, L A R R Y R E I D L I V E, on any of your social media. Um, we are a entertaining, educating, inspiring digital television show. I like what somebody called it uh, last week, offbeat and entertaining. That's what we are. funny, man. <laughs> the, the chemistry between y'all two is, is just funny. It's hilarious. But uh, Perfect. kudos to, to you, Larry, and your team. You guys do a great job every week, and, and we appreciate you slumming with us over here at uh, GP3. Oh, man. ain't no slum over here, man. I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy I'm it. a man, millennial, <laughs> millennialist producer. Millennial, thanks for producing the show every single week, man, and, no and doing your thing. Uh, he also uh, part of the music, so millennial, kudos to you. All right, we're going to jump right in. Uh, first topic, and, and I'm going to keep it a little light before we get real heavy again. Sean Spicer <laughs> at the Emmys. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm going to start with you, millennial. What are your thoughts? 
<laughs> since you already, um, since you, since the, the hit dog hollered, go ahead, go ahead. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, God, when he came out, you just saw all the celebrities react. Um, you know, you know, Anna Komsky who played, um, what's her name on Veep, the assistant. Yeah. 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 Who plays Amy on Veep. Like there's a, there's a gif of her just like with her mouth just wide open, just like, what the heck? <laughs> but, um, even Melissa McCarthy in the audience didn't. She, they kind of zoomed in on her and she just looked really uncomfortable. Like, what the heck is going on? Right. Um, but I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, they just like, why did they do that? Buddha, you know, Buddha, what are your thoughts? I mean, it was it was he was invited by Stephen Colbert. I mean, Stephen. Right. 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 Here was my first thought. Um, yeah. I saw. Oh, God. Who? I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. He was on Jimmy Kimmel recently. And the side shot they was given uh, Sean Spicer. One thing I gathered from that, firstly, is that Melissa McCarthy is shaped better than he is. Um, <laughs> right. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I said, how, how does McK- Melissa McCarthy look better than, <laughs> than the real Sean Spicer? Yeah. I right. mean, I can see why this guy's agitated. I mean, yeah. you know, God is fair. Maybe he's smart, but he's a bad guy. <laughs> That's for one. For two, <laughs> for two, I okay. I th- I think it was supposed to be really funny, yeah. but like uh, Millennial no. Nick said, there seemed to be like an overlay of awkwardness. Like I don't know if I like this or not. Yeah. No. Yeah. A whole lot of number awkwardness. Three. Yeah. Yeah. And then number three, I thought about the fact that at the end of the day, Sean Spicer, you want a career in politics, I would assume, mm-hmm. and um, you 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 got to be careful because you got to. You want you want people to take you serious once Donald Trump's out of office. Yeah, yeah. And right now it looks like he's playing into like he's playing the clown right now, it seems. Right. Well, let, let me um, a couple of tweets and I put them up. Um, you guys can see them and I'm just going to go through a couple of tweets I saw. You know, people weren't happy. And a lot of people tweeted out in social media. He normal it, it right. normalizes his lying. Right, uh, right. And and I will tell you, even if you go back and listen to some of our shows when uh when Trump first took office at the beginning of the year 45, uh, we were, um, we were really wow. just They're frustrated the beginning of this year? about, yeah, yeah. We were really frustrated <laughs> with this guy. Uh, I mean, he was, I gotta this. we were happy, quite frankly, uh, that, uh, you know, Melissa was doing what she was doing on SNL. Right. Right, because and, every every week it was something new that he said. Right, and, and just the, like, the absurdity but, but of for it. Them, yeah. But for them, it's you know, especially for Hollywood, mm-hmm. they can kind of. I don't want to say they forget. Yeah. But January was eight months ago, and eight yeah. months ago in Trump time is a lifetime. <laughs> it's, it's, right, it's, it's, it's a century. It's a century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but so, they said you know one of the things it normalized his lying, the the embrace. Right. Uh, and I couldn't believe this, this guy was one guy said, I can't believe, you know, Hollywood, the, the Harvard fellowship, which he has, I right. think he had, he's one of the Listen, Harvard honorary, has lost yeah, a lot of added him, you know, their foundational and <laughs> the past year for multiple reasons. Yeah. And, but, and, and even not the Hollywood hypocrisy they talked about, uh, lifting and supporting. And once one, one of the tweets said, I'm not ready to laugh. With Sean Spicer. No. They right, haven't gotten right, over right. it. Uh, people were calling him opportunistic, evil, sexist, and racist. And, right. and one of the things, and, and I, I want to stop here and, and, and I'll, I'll kind of go around the horn, but I can't, for, personally, I can't forgive him for the April Ryan. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, black, I mean, just, I'm sure black people in the audience were like, oh, hell, what the heck? 
Yeah. You know, that, you know, uh, but I, 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 I can't forget the, that. And I don't know if we should forget oh, that, you know? No, no, I, I will say the, um, depending on people's visceral reaction to seeing Sean Spicer probably says a lot by how they feel that they are affected by the Trump administration. Hmm. Than more people than they realize. Okay. You know, if, if you like, if you see Sean Spicer and you go, ah, ha, 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 then maybe you should think about how much of the Trump administration is affecting your life right now. Yeah. Yeah. And how much you can say, how much you can put your own, you know, advantages aside and realize that, hey, this is really messed up right now. Because if, because certain, you know, Black Twitter was not kind to yeah. Sean Spicer at yeah. all. What about you, Black um, Twitter? Kind to anything, <laughs> right? The the reason why it's Black Twitter is because they're not kind, and I, I right. love it. I live for it. <laughs> right. Here, here's, here's two things that I have. Um, in my opinion, I'll say that first. Mm-hmm. My unprofessional opinion, historically, we tend to forgive politicians once they're out of office. Like, for example, George George, George Bush. Bush. With Junior was the most hated white man in America mm-hmm. until he left office. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you know, wow. life goes on, you know. So that's number one. So mm-hmm. I, I think America has, in my opinion, traditionally been forgiving. Once you get out of the office, it's like, oh, next next person to slaughter. Number two, I think some people give him passes because they see him more as a spokesperson. Like, I, I would see memes like, God, hashtag praying for Sean Spicer, you know, when he was the uh, press secretary. Uh-huh. You know, because they sort of saw him as a puppet, someone that's forced to do something, knowing they're lying, but have no choice but to defend the president. Uh-huh. So maybe that's why he's getting a little of a pass, because you know, the press secretary is really just a spokesman. He's really a doormat. But, but let me ask you, there's a difference between, just to bring it home, okay, there's a difference between being a temp at a trade show lying about how much you like this bread that's cut up right. on the table versus right. you rolling out the product <laughs> of, to the United States of America. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between smiling and grinning and, and being a spokesperson for right. Wonder Bread. You know what I'm saying? Right. Versus right. being the spokesperson for the United States of America. You know what I mean? And, right. when, and when does it come down to, okay, and, and, and we've always joked in, in about selling your soul, you know, uh, the, and, you know, talking about, you know, Kellyanne and, 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 and Dante's Inferno and how, you know, everybody's got a ring. Sean's got a ring. You know, Sean, Sean's on one of those layers in Dante's Inferno. And, and mm-hmm. because it was just so blatant, um, even going back to the joke that was done on stage, um, talking about the size of the Emmys, when, you know, that crowd size thing was real for a lot of people who got into mm-hmm. that argument with him. You know what I'm, you understand what I'm saying? And right. that was the start of things to come. And, and now, which we're about, we're going to get into a little bit later, we're about to go to war, you know? Well... So, okay, if you were lying for him, who's lying for him now? And I'm going to leave it at that, okay? So, good points. And, and you know, candidly, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to laugh with Sean either. I'm not. No. So. Well, if, if it would have been funny, I would have laughed. But yeah. it was too awkward. <laughs> it was awkward. <laughs> yeah. It was just too much. But I, I think even with Hollywood, Hollywood needs to be careful, you know, and, and especially with the minority, the African-American community. Um, it it really plays both sides in some cases. Oh yeah, 
And, yeah, and sure. it, it needs to be careful uh, because, you know, there's a level of empathy. And, and, and we'll see how this thing goes today, man. I'm just wondering at the end of the day between the NFL thing, how this thing's going to wrap up. And, and, you know, that's part of entertainment, too. So we'll see. Okay. Absolutely. On the positive side with the Emmy, Emmys, yes. man, um, there was some good black excellence, man. Shout out to Donald Glover, mm-hmm. um, outstanding lead actor in the comedy, uh, Lena Waite. Uh, she what directed Masters of? Um, no, she no, she wrote the episode. She wrote that episode. Okay, it was, it was directed by um, directed by Melina Matsukas, who did um, you know, who has a hand in like Beyonce and all these other R and B singers. But anyway, okay. no, she wrote that. She wrote. She co-wrote it with uh, Aziz Ansari. And it's called I Thanksgiving. Am I am I correct? Millennial, right. Millennial Nick's such a fact checker. Such a yeah, fact checker. That's what I'm saying. facts. But Millennial, Millennial, who was in that show? Who was actually in that huh? show? Who was in that uh, that episode? Because I haven't, oh, seen, I haven't it, seen it. I haven't seen it. But I heard it's it's phenomenal. It's it's uh, it's the guy. It's, what's his oh, name? Oh, it's her. It's her and um. All these black actors. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Um, it, it's basically four black women and him and, mm-hmm. or four or five black women, but it, it it's okay. a, it's a groundbreaking episode. And she was first black woman to actually win the writer's award. Am I correct? Right. For, for this. So kudos yeah. to her, uh, kudos to, to Sterling K Brown, lead actor. This is us millennial. That's your favorite new show. Is that it? Or. <laughs> Your favorite oh, binge no, he watch. Told, he totally deserves it. He, he deserves it. Hundred percent. This is us. I had to go punch a wall after every episode. Really? What, why? Why is that? Why, why is that? I, my my estrogen level was climbing <laughs> because of tears, and so I after every oh, episode, I, I would go outside, punch a wall, break a knuckle, <laughs> go to emergency room, then I would I'll be back to myself. So, I heard yeah, I heard it's deep. Us. I hadn't watched it yet, but I heard it's it's like. Gut wrenching. Yeah, the, the first episode got me, but everything after that, it was just, it was just, it's just Mandy Moore looking scared or confused about why. <laughs> <laughs> about but no, it's a, um, it's a, it's a good, it's a great show about, um, about a family. You know, mm-hmm. just well written. Sterling K. Brown really, I mean, he, I think he got an Emmy for, uh, like his uh he's lead actor that oj no Drama. no no he got for the oh, oj okay. show that's right he got it yeah, he got one for the uh was it the oj yeah. um yeah, series, chris, uh, series chris jordan uh okay good deal well congrats yeah. to those that was some ex- moments of excellence and right. uh, con- congrats to, the, to those folks man and millennial by the way um this is us is it on netflix or hulu what what's it's, it on hulu. it's on hulu it's on uh, nbc's got it okay got it okay cool yeah Hey, and, and real quick, I, I got to mention it because, you know, I'm a geek and I'm a nerd and I'm a Stephen King fan, but it has kind of saved Hollywood from the doldrums. And I, I saw it. Finally had Whatever. a chance to see it. I know. Like, y'all don't care. Um, but but it's... I don't like scary I'll watch it. I'll watch it later. Yeah. It, it's the biggest <laughs> September debut ever. Um, and it also, right. at the time... It had only fallen about 14 million short of beating the highest grossing R movie, which is The Exorcist. So by this wow. week, it'll probably beat The Exorcist, and, and it will be the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time, which is wow. just, I mean, amazing. Wow. And, Great marketing um, campaign. It was. I mean, good marketing. Plus, yeah. you know, again, we, we, we talked about this last week, Rand and I. The 90s mm-hmm. is big. I mean, millenni- I mean uh, Buddha, that's your era. The that's 90s. my era. That's your era. I mean, it's kind of half of Nick's part of Nick's era, but but I know it, Buddha. You right in there. So uh, you know, people, a lot of people remember the fact that it was a scary miniseries, 
uh, on yeah, ABC with uh, Tim, Tim Reed, uh, John Boy, Richard Thomas, and a couple of other folks, uh, John Ritter. So a lot of that had to do with the fact that, quite frankly, a lot of the 90s stuff that comes back is doing well because you got, you know, that, that generation that's grown up that's in the heart of going right. out and seeing movies. So kudos to right. it for, for saving Hollywood, even though Hollywood is, is trying to kill itself. Hollywood can yeah. jump off a cliff. Yeah, and you know what? It, it basically it is. If, if it keeps bringing Sean Spicer in, it, it eventually will jump off the cliff. So we'll see. <laughs> right. uh, hey, Millennial, uh, I'm going to throw this to uh, you. A couple of things, okay. I guess, what to watch. Um, I know now, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought Star Trek Discovery came on Tuesday, but there's something uh, happening tonight. Well, I mean, it's going to be on that CBS website. Tonight? So I'm all kinds of worried. <laughs> Like okay. what's it called? CBS All Access. Yeah. yeah oh, it comes, yeah. No, it comes on tonight. It comes on tonight. Yeah, it comes on tonight. Does it come on the so network guess, tonight? No, it comes on um, CBS All Access. Like this is going to be strictly um, web series. Okay. This is strictly yeah. web series. Yeah. Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Star Trek is taking web a series? risk. Oh no. Yeah they're, yeah, they're taking a huge risk with this. I thought this was going to be on the network. I heard them. I saw them talking about it this week, man. No, is that a risk or forward, or forward thinking, though? That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, people can't, you know, we talked about cord cutting. So a lot of people right. already have it. So it debuts on CBS, uh, Sonequa, Martin Green. Because they have a, well, yep. you know, the the Good Wife show, the the sequel to it, like the, I forgot what it's called, but The Good Fight, but they put that on the, straight to the CBS uh, All Access website. So like, I think this is the second show they're done. Wow. They've done that has like, just strictly web availability. And Sasha, but, um, uh, Sonequa is, yeah, Sasha, is Sasha, yeah, on Sasha on The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Right. Uh, and she plays, um, what's her uh, name? Like the navigator. Yeah, and she's also supposed not, to be sister captain, to Spock. The, the, she's supposed yeah. to be a Vulcan sister to Spock. Yeah, so. yeah. Nichelle Nichols um, gave her her blessing, quote unquote. Wow. So, so yeah. man, that's all web? Oh, wow, that's going to be interesting. Buddha, what do you yeah, think? That's you, think that's, you think that's a good idea, man? I absolutely think it's a good idea. I, um, mm-hmm. What what's going to happen if these uh, traditional networks don't hi- don't hurry up and expand their digital platform? Mm-hmm. The Netflix, the Hulu's of the world, the uh, uh, your podcast channel Amazon. that you're building, Amazon, and everybody else is going to do to uh, ABC, NBC, all these other guys like Uber did to the taxi industry. Yeah. So yeah, very thinking to go ahead and start putting um, some of their content online. And it's got amazing buzz. It's got, uh, I mean, it, it's such a mix in terms of right. black, gay, uh, Hispanic, Asian. Asian. Yeah, uh, the Asian lady is the captain. Yeah, so it's all over. Right. The, I mean, it's just in terms of... Oh, I'm not watching right. it then. I don't watch shows that have women as the leader. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, look, look at the CBS lineup. That's nothing but... Me. Buddha, you didn't... Okay. Um, Damn, Buddha. I mean, I, I just, I, I'm conf- I mean, I'm confused by CBS all the time because they'll put yeah. all this investment in Star Trek, yeah. make it a web series, but they'll put young Sheldon oh my as a fall highlight. Yeah, no. I didn't even put that up here, man. I didn't even. God, I, didn't, I, hate, I, I didn't want to anger. Like, I didn't want to raise my no, blood pressure, so I left it. No, I just, I just don't get like why CBS keeps shoving down these Chuck Lorre sitcoms yeah, no, down everybody's throat every fall. They it's got a so contract. <laughs> it's the contract. Right. Hey, but what right, about like, Queen Sugar, man? Was bad enough. Queen Sugar, <laughs> Queen Sugar is coming up October third. Great. 
And uh, Walking Dead is coming back October 22nd, which I'm excited Great. about. Um, have you all seen this thing called The Mayor? That's, I've seen a trailer I've for heard it. about it, and it's sort of getting my attention. I hope it's not corny, though. It, 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 I'm just telling you, it kind of reminds me of Fresh Prince 2017. Because, you know, it's it's about a struggling rapper. He run, I mean, this wasn't the premise of Fresh Prince. But it's just that whole fish out of water rapper in a in mm-hmm. in a different world, and um, it just it, it, it's heading in that direction. We'll see. It's getting mixed reviews, uh, but it it, it yeah. actually debuts October third on ABC, uh, which is Tuesday night. So we'll see how that goes. All right. And and I think I they're moving they're moving blackish. Is that a, if that's a Tuesday night? They're moving blackish to Tuesday to help it. Great. So we'll see how that goes. And Angela Bassett, Ryan Murphy. Are teaming oh, up for nine eleven, uh, which well nine one one, not nine, not not. It, it's actually about some emergency workers, uh, people on the nine one one line, and it's supposed to be oh, if you good. compare it to, you remember this Buddha uh, ER? Um, it, oh, it, it's supposed really? to have like an ER feel about it in terms. Okay, of- okay. okay. Now that's gonna that's gonna be good. I was hoping it wasn't nine eleven because those type of shows movies never do well, no. in my opinion. So I'm glad it's not. Nah, this is about people on the nine nine one one line, and and it's supposed okay. to be emergencies and things like that. So it's supposed right. to be tied that's to gonna be- like ER. But Ryan Murphy, cool. millennial, you know Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, yeah. I was wondering what um. He was going to do with Angela Bassett because she's not on AHS this season. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so this is supposed to be coming up. Millennial, you got anything else to watch that people should watch coming yeah, up for fall, or is that pretty much that's it? About it. Okay, cool. Um, besides, right. like you know, scandal coming back. Oh yeah, all the usuals <laughs> are coming back. That's true. How to get away with murder? Yeah, coming back too. How to get away with murder? Um, Shonda Land. Yeah, Shonda Land. Of, of course, Buddha don't watch though, because uh, women well, have lead. Well, well, well. well, 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 well let me say this: Even though Damn, I don't like these Jezebels and lead actors on these shows. No, I'm just playing. I, I, <laughs> I, I was old school a, pastor. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old school pastor. I'm a pastor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me say, okay, for real. I um, I was I was in Take love with Buddha. Go ahead. Uh huh. I was in love with. I was so in love with Scandal that I stopped watching it as like a personal challenge. Wow! Because oh. I was I was one of those Scandal kind of people. Yeah. I said to oh. myself, "What I'm probably gonna do is Netflix all of the old episodes I've missed and then watch the series live." Okay. Just mm-hmm. because it's the last season. I kudos to Shonda Rhyme for starting it great and stopping it before it loses its you know its juice. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like I like that she did that. Okay, cool. Good deal. All right, y'all, let's let's shift a little bit heavy. And, oh, boy. And, and, you know, this is why I think all the stuff that's going on is amazing to me. Puerto Rico, okay? Right. Puerto yeah. Rico is wiped out. Uh, they, yeah. They're talking about, and I don't know what you've heard, you guys have heard, but what I'm hearing is it's like a 60-mile-wide tornado that, mm. that hit. For a sustained period, six, so wait, 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 sixty, six zero, sixty, six zero. They, they, they likened no, no, no. They likened the impact of a fifty five zero to six zero, wow. sixty mile wide tornado. That's that, that's the that's the impact. Um, the place is basically no power, no no cell signal. 
Uh, it's amazing, and, and and you know, you count your blessings. Only thirteen people. That's still a lot. You know, no matter what. And then you talk about like half of what Houston received in rain over what the three day period. They received it in one day. Good God. They, and, That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, they've also had, if, you, if you've been listening, um, a, a dam just collapsed within the last 24 to 48 hours. So it's going to impact another 70,000 people. And, and you got to keep in mind, uh, Puerto Rico's economy has already been in recession, like for the last 11 yeah. years. They've been right. teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. So this is going to push them over. And, and, right. and let and me tell you. I apply for statehood, too. Yeah. And then you got right. the Mexico issue with uh, the uh, the thing that, that's aftershocks, you know, aftershocks, and the initial yeah. eight well, plus impact. We, we yeah. don't talk about Mexico because they don't count anywhere. They're rapists and drug dealers. So. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to ask. Good, good for them. You know what? You know what I was going to ask. I know you're being facetious, but but let me ask you this: Where's POTUS? Because let me let me say this, and, and you know what? I have a theory, and I'm gonna let y'all go first. You go, you go, uh, millennial. You jump in, and then Buddha, you, and I'll, and I'll give you my okay. theory. But go ahead, millennial. What? I mean, what? <laughs> you already know <laughs> the sorry. impact. Why isn't Why isn't POTUS paying more attention to this? Oh, exactly what he said. I mean, he doesn't want to eat his. He doesn't want to have to eat his words. Okay. okay. You'll never get him to admit that he was wrong about something. What about you, including Buddha? an entire country? What so. about you, Buddha? Well, here, here's what I honestly. Why do you? Think th- why don't you think Bo- uh, POTUS has made more of an impactful statement versus the kind of shenanigans he's doing right now? Go ahead. It, legit. This might sound funny, but I'm being for real. Yeah. I don't think that Donald Trump really realizes that Puerto Rico is his responsibility. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, you're absolutely. You right. know what? <laughs> Go ahead. You're absolutely <laughs> right. His presidential scope has not reached to Puerto Rico yet. Yeah. He's still in campaigning for these contiguous United States. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I honestly think that when it hits him, maybe like two or three weeks from now, that you know I really have to do something. Yeah. Then he, he might start tweeting. But right now, he I I bet you he's looking at Puerto Rico like he's looking at Mexico. Oh, we're sending we're sending aid over there. We're doing the best we can. Yeah. That's what wow. I think about um uh, Puerto Rico. Mexico, the same scenario. Mm-hmm. If he's not paying attention to his own uh, territory, you could believe yeah. he's not paying no attention to Mexico. Now, um, yeah, that's my thoughts. And so he's he is in that's business funny. as usual while the country is in turmoil. Because because why, like why haven't we the collapse the of Puerto Rico is going to have major impact on the U.S. economy. Tourism. Especially, but not just. But why haven't we? Why haven't money. we sent people over there to help yet? Why? Why hasn't the government made an effort to? Not help like Houston. And send people because they don't have power. Not like Houston. And I think they just got landlines back. I saw the other day or something. Wow. But in terms of power, like it's pretty bad. It, it's I amazing. Have a, uh, a high ahead. school friend mm-hmm. that lives in Puerto Rico. He was sending me Snapchats because my thing was I didn't want him to die. So every once in a while I would just yeah. you know, inbox him, DM him, make sure he was alive. Yeah. And um, he would send me Snapchats in my DM. Um, I don't. I know you don't know what that that is, Tommy B. But I do. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> Damn. And, and um, he he the devastation. I was trying to get that video. Yeah. Off of my Snapchat DM so I could share it. The devastation of that island firsthand I saw. Yeah. It's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. I mean, it is um, you know, and 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 again, I I, I 
you know, we got to send prayers out to those folks and whatever relief efforts, uh, the relief efforts need to intensify. Because again, I mean, I, I mean, it, it this is going to sound weird to y'all, but you know, I, I think, I don't know, man, Donald Trump 45 is from New York. Okay. Weird enough. Mm-hmm. You got people who okay. might listen to the show from New York. I just think, you know, tr- 45 because he grew up in New York doesn't have a level of respect for Puerto Rico and I Mm. I think maybe it's because of the class system you know in terms of New York being heavily Puerto Rican and and maybe even African-American I don't want to make an assumption but sometimes I think people don't realize that that's part of the country you know it's not these aren't people coming over here from you know, outside of the United States, they are actually within the United States. They're not quote unquote immigrants. And it's just amazing. I mean, I want to see, and that's why what we're dealing with and talking about right now is so concerning, you know, and, and, and that's why, you know, the tweets and everything taken on, which we're going to the Trump train. Oh, um, let's, let's God, what an ugly face. <laughs> let's, let's go on and do it. Trump train, okay? You know, first and foremost, started the week with the UN, North Korea, um, and Iran, okay? Um, and, and let me let me see. I got to move something right here. Um, we're looking at two-thirds of Americans oppose a preemptive strike on, on North Korea, okay? So that's two-thirds of the country. And, of course, we know far more generals uh, then, tr- you know, trust the generals, far more people in the country trust the generals over Trump, which they damn well should. Um, while two thirds oppose preemptive strike, we just said, OK, it, it's just um, did y'all uh, Buddha, what were your thoughts when you heard some of that U.N. speech? What were your thoughts, man? To be honest with you, I was supposed to listen, but I, I didn't get a chance to listen. Um, but but, but you, I, I know you've been hearing snippets. In and you don't have to hear I'm the sorry. whole thing. You don't have to hear the whole thing. Just snippets. But go ahead. The, the snippets I heard, I, I'm not really moved by rhetoric. Yeah. So to me, it's hard pressed for me to believe any politician. Yeah. So for, for Donald Trump to get up and say and do what he did for the parts I've heard was just Donald Trump still in campaign mode. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it's really the only. I couldn't even be offended or upset. That's all I got out of it. Millennial thoughts. Um, <laughs> um, what's worse than disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? And and I you know, know when when you and I kind of briefly chatted about it, the fact the two things that stood out for me, the fact that he said in the UN that he was going to destroy. Right, totally another, destroy. Totally destroy what, another country. That's one well, thing. Well, uh, first of all, there's no pres- there's Oof, no precedent. Is there a precedent? <laughs> for a president <laughs> saying that he's going to, American president in particular, saying he's going to destroy another country. That is genocidal language, yeah. <laughs> point blank. Yeah. And the other Regardless thing. Regardless of how you feel about another country, that that's the stuff that, mm. you know, that's the stuff that makes, you know, conflicts. And years and that that's that's the kind of stuff that comes from years and years of conflict from countries that just don't like each other. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, India and Pakistan, all those issues they have going on. Absolutely. But um, for example, but not from not, the U.S. You know, for an for, for an American president who should mm-hmm. quote unquote should be better. Mm-hmm. 
a voice you of know, peace and reason. Yes. Right. Yes. Or as the as the GOP would like to claim that Reagan said that the United States is a you know shining city on a hill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we should. Yeah, so we should be that. Yeah, we you should know? be. We should be. And then you got the fact that um, he continues, which you know maybe in Twitter, but at the UN referred to uh, Kim Jong Un. Was it Kim as, as Rocket Man? Which right. su- surprised. That's actually funny to me. I, I'm not gonna lie. That's funny to me. <laughs> it's funny, but you know, I was surprised that he included that in the speech on the floor of the UN. You know, they didn't want him to. They didn't want. Well, to- they like pleaded that they didn't want him to. They did not. Okay, that's what I thought. I, di- I didn't think that that people in their right mind no. would have. Stephen Miller wrote that speech. Wow. Oh well, right. then if, if Stephen right. Miller wrote the speech, it could have very well been in the speech. Then. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> wow. Stephen Miller is bad ass crazy. <laughs> They're all crazy. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Stephen Miller, I bet you Stephen Miller is sitting in his bed naked eating raw meat right now. So you think you think you okay okay millennial you know, he, he, millennial? He's that guy. You think he put that, that in the speech? He put Rocket that, Man uh, in the speech. Nice no, no, I don't think he did directly, but he's like, but Stephen Miller is that guy in high school who never left high school, who's still in his basement, still coming, still coming up with these theories, <laughs> did not, arguing with the teacher all the time, Absolutely. saying that world history didn't happen. He he has never left that mind, like he, he's never left that mindset yeah. of everybody's wrong and I'm right. Wow, yeah. absolutely, I agree. That, that I, man crazy. But the, here's but to to uh, to the point about the speech though. If you look at Donald Trump's pattern of behavior, okay, he has from the beginning until now, he has consistently given us rhetoric that uh, he has failed to turn into policy. Mm-hmm. Our govern, our governing, yeah, or repeal and replace, build the wall, and yeah. and. Even tougher immigration. He's listen. He's siding with he. He's making deals with Democrats. Yeah. Right. Now you got a, a majority Senate and a majority uh, Congress and a, right. a and a Republican in the executive seat, and you got you're making right. better deals with Democrats allegedly than you are Republicans. So that's why I guess his 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 uh, banter doesn't move me anymore mm-hmm. because it only works in front of a people and a microphone. When he gets in that Oval Office and he has to deal with Congress and Senate and the the politics of it all, he can't do it. So it's almost like he's going to be a sitting duck until 2020. 2020 so so, so how much how much of this um, and I'll ask you, uh, Buddha, how much of this is about self-preservation versus, you know, the greater good? I, I don't. Um, first of all, we know it's there's no greater good in it. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, I don't even think it's self-preservation. I think he is high on himself mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. just who Donald Trump is. So it's not even about polling and keeping promises. You oh, oh, I told you to stop testing missiles. You're going to keep on testing missiles. So I'm going to beat you up. It's just really simple, simple <laughs> playground stuff. Nothing. N- if it was about self-preservation, he wouldn't be doing half the stuff he do. Wow. He's going to implode, in my opinion. So do you think we're going with him? Because right now, you know, just and, and again, we do the show Sunday morning. So we've already had, even though they think it may be these seismic uh, rumbles over in North Korea, they think it might be aftershocks from previous testing. But, you know, we've already received threats that he's going to what do a hydrogen bomb 
or uh-huh. uh, impl- uh, explode a hydrogen jo- a hydrogen bomb over the Pacific Ocean, which here, would. Here, here, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. You go. Here is when when I will take it serious and then get a little nervous. Okay. When we start seeing movement in South Korea. Okay. As long as we have military troops over there, mm-hmm. and as long okay. as South Korea is our ill ally, they cannot touch North Korea. And I believe North Korea knows that or they would cut their mess out. So it does not matter what Donald Trump says. We will destroy millions of our people and our allies if we, uh, well, I don't know how many people in South Korea, but we will will destroy a lot of them. And Steve Bannon said it best. You, You can't make a move on North Korea without considering and having a plan for South Korea. Mm-hmm. And as long as South Korea is there, really North Korea has the the upper hand. That's the reality. Now, the, what the only thing that can fix it is diplomacy. Yeah. And that's where Donald Trump has an issue and he really right. needs to let the uh, Secretary of State, um, Nikki Homegirl from... Uh, oh, Nikki Haley. Yeah. Nikki Haley from the UN. Let the people that's in those positions do their job and create diplomacy. China and Russia can fix this North Korea issue. Other than that, it will be war, and we're going to, we might not lose the war, but we're going to lose a lot of battles because of South Korea. Now, what about the planes, the B-1 bombers, that are continually flying further north? Uh, yesterday, we, we, we had some bombers that basically have flown the furthest over North Korea that, that we've ever flown in the 21st century. If North Korea shoot those planes down, which they won't, then again, I'll get nervous again. But they're not because North Korea is no match for America. Yeah, we know. I think this. But 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 again, it's it's not uh about matching. It's about just like Japan and Pearl Harbor. You know what I'm saying? It's just about an act, a stupid act. You know what I mean? And 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 go ahead. I'll, I'll go back to you. Go ahead. I, I don't I just think that we're dealing with two fools. That's all I believe. I think we're dealing with two fools who are better at banter than they are governing. Mm-hmm. And I think that for the next three or four years until we get another president, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a whole lot of back and forth and news cycles. That's my opinion. I hope I'm right. <laughs> I hope you're right, too. I mean, I, I really do. I hope you're right. I do. For the for the sake of. Because when you're dealing with nukes, and even when you're talking about Iran, Iran has started testing. And Iran will go with North Korea if they're going to side. They're going to side with right. North Korea. Right. Okay. All right. in trouble. Well, I'm, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm glad you say what you say, Buddha. I'm, I'm going you know, to rely on that. Because you you kind of had that military you you grew up in military family am I correct? Don't you don't you rely on nothing I say. <laughs> you, you I'm gonna be just running my mouth. <laughs> Can you call Mad Dog? <laughs> no, just... <laughs> right 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 right. <laughs> hey man, all right. Forty five. The NFL. The NBA. LeBron James, and and, and <laughs> Stephen Curry, Stephon mm. Curry. What the hell? Stephon. I don't know, Curry. I call him by his whole government. Stefan, come here, Stefan. <laughs> what? What would? Again, because of everything that's going on, it's just mind-boggling, man. And oh, um, you know, millennial. What? What are your folks saying? What? Well, I'm just saying. I think. I think. Um, Aisha Curry should come out and tweet that the election was rigged. <laughs> 
The same way she said the 2016 NBA was right. Listen, I will, I will, I'll be on Twitter 24 7 enjoying every bit of it. It, it I is, mean. it is, I mean, but it, it's ridiculous. I mean, now, well, it, it's not ridiculous, I think, on the side of the people who are coming out in defense. It's ridiculous that it even got started, that it got to this point. Right. And like, why, do, why does, why does a 45 have beef with, with, a, um, with a foot with a basketball player. No, I, I mean, you know what I think? But, I mean, this is this no. is all about getting that guy in Alabama reelected. Okay. Right. And, and no, he's, and cre- it, he's it creating all started like a, there. he's creating a culture war. Yes, absolutely. And trying to scapegoat all these black athletes and saying, Oh, they won't bow down. Like, God, it, it, you know, I don't want to say I mean you said this yesterday, it goes back to the whole plantation mm-hmm. mentality of do what you're supposed to do. Yep. You know, you know, go on a look on a Facebook article and of like the kneeling and stuff, and then the first you know, first thing you see is somebody commenting, Oh, that you know, I why I'm not gonna support a team unless, you know, they're standing up for the flag, blah, 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 from all these people. Well, he's in Alabama. He's in Alabama right. when he says this. So basically the ability yeah. to pit the races against each other in Alabama. Right. And, right. and the culture and culture war, it went. I mean, culture. I mean, we'll see this guy. I guess the the race is Tuesday. Strong versus uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Moore. I no idea. Yeah, Moore. Roy Moore. And Moore. and we'll see if his base, because candidly, he knows this is a race he can't lose. I, I mean, he forty five feels that his reputation as an endorser will disintegrate mm-hmm. if he loses oh. Tuesday. It's really funny you're saying that because I follow some Republicans, some some loudmouth Republicans on Twitter yeah. on purpose to see yeah. what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. And they're basically saying that Donald Trump made a mistake and you could hear it in his language in the speech where he would say something like, he would throw stuff something like, Strange might not win, but I like both guys. Oh, yeah. So... He Back was pedal. sort of skating a little bit just to make sure. And someone was saying that that was a mistake, but he was making by backing because they said during strength, during the speech, you saw more, more signs in the audience than you did strange. Yeah. So, uh, interesting. You would say that it's almost like he's giving himself an out so he can come back and say, well, it wasn't my fault, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then that's typically right. the way he plays it. So now, now, and as relates to this culture war thing, Here's he's been doing a great job inciting a race war, hmm. and and in in certain cases, I was thinking he's winning in inciting this war. When he did the sons of bitches thing, mm. I said, I think mm. he's gone too far. Yes, um, because now you're talking about the culture. Yeah, you you yeah. You, you, you can okay, fine. You want to single out. Colin Kaepernick or whatever, but it was sure. the, how he did it. Mm-hmm. It took it past race and it put it in a culture war, yeah. and that he will not win. Mm. <laughs> you, he's, because he's now about you're people's mothers. forces. As long as it's a race mm-hmm. war, you can divide races. Mm-hmm. But a culture is mixed of all right. type of races, but people that think and uh, along the same. I don't know the definition for real, for real, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> and um, I think he made a mistake. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see, you know, and and here's and and I'm going to say this, man, because, you know, 45 is asking for uh, a um, boycott of the NFL, even to the extent of NBA and pro sports. So here's what I say. And and, and I'm 
I'm going to leave it at this and maybe we'll have a show on it. We know the list. Uh, one of the things is Trump has not fully divested of a lot mm. of his brands and his extensions. Mm. I know he's already taken a hit, a significant hit, but I think, and you know the the oh, hold on, hold on. The spending power. Go ahead. Steelers. All right, I just I saw something about the Steelers. Um, yeah. I'm seeing that they will probably the whole looks like they're going to stay in the locker room for the national anthem. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good <laughs> God. Good. Yeah, they will not be participating in the national anthem today in Chicago, staying in the locker room. Wow, that's deep. That's that now. That's that's real deep. Yeah, yeah. that's real deep. And, and my yeah, point, but my point is, if 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 they come after our play, and, and and you know, again, I mean, we know how much these guys make. We don't have a problem with it. Right. Candidly, um, we we, and I'm not saying I think we celebrate these guys who get big contracts. You know what I mean? Because we think the contracts are are basically representative of their talent and their entertainment. Value. Right. It's right. it's equivalent to the exploitation they get. Right. Yeah. So my point in all that is if he directs his base to go after uh, the boycott of the teams, the lifestyle, the players, can the black dollar at least what we know about the African-American dollar? Do you think it's strong enough to, to hold almost like a, oh, a yeah. Montgomery, like a Montgomery bus boycott? Hail to the year now. Do you think collectively <laughs> will stand? Do you think? You said, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm do you that think? Do you think African Americans collectively will stand and actually boycott against? You know. Well, here here is the issue. Not, not against having. the NFL, NBA, but I'm talking about the if 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 he comes after what he is asking uh, an NFL, NBA boycott, then can can we counter it? And I'll leave it at that. Go ahead, Buddha. We can. Now, will we is the thing because we're supposed to be boycotting. It's like, how are you going to call a boycott over our boycott? <laughs> it don't work like we, that. We were supposed to be blacking out for Kaepernick, you know. So, right. yeah. So, it's almost like he found out that the ratings are low. Yeah. And so, in Donald Trump form, he wants to trump what we're doing yeah. and say, so, okay, well, now you boycott basically because they're boycotting. And that's really what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's a damn I think Black Mirror episode. Go ahead. Man. Here's what's going to have to happen. The NFL is going to have to be really smart or really dumb, and 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 I don't I don't know which side to put them on. Mm -hmm. They're either going to have to uh, come through stronger, strong pro social justice rhetoric, mm -hmm. or strong pro Trump rhetoric. Okay. These statements that they're sort of in the middle statements they're putting out sort of condemning but not strong enough yeah. is going to have both sides boycott, and then they're going to be the losers. Yeah. Right. True, true enough. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's it's the first Sunday. I'm, I know we're gonna get at it today, and and I know I'm gonna watch yeah, the game. Sunday's not even over yet. I know it's gonna be crazy. It's, I mean, it hasn't. It's just really the games are just getting started, and you got a couple of different time zones. Right. Um, mm. It's already started in London, where the, the right the Steelers uh, just came out today, and so they're gonna do that. Oh, it, it, it's gonna in the hour. It, it's gonna you know basically be. Top then you have the night period. games. Yeah, <laughs> night games. It's going to be all so, day, all day thing. And then Monday night, tomorrow night. All okay. right, just and real the, And then the 6 a.m. tweet. That's it. 6 a.m. Right, tweet right, after right. Monday night. So, yeah. Real quick couple of things. Um, interesting. Uh, when when 45 was talking to Africa, called uh, Namibia, Nambia, 
created a whole mm. new country. Um, <laughs> Facebook has turned over. I hear you, Buddha. Facebook turns over ads to the. Uh, it, they turn it over to DOJ Millennial. Um, uh, the Mueller investigation, yeah. For the Mueller investigation, so that all went to the FBI, right. and that's going to be interesting sure. because here's the interesting thing about that because digital is not has not been regulated by uh, no by uh, political. Uh, right, and people does, not, does you know, not have political oversight. You no, know, and, 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 you not know, like people traditional. Talk about, yeah, people are talking about this recently, but this was really the first election where social media played as big of a role as it did. Absolutely. Well, almost like so, Obama. Did Obama's was, election well, maybe the second term? Right, but that was a re-election campaign. This yeah, is re-election. A whole new, yeah, this is a whole new. You just scrap all the scrap all the stuff off the table. Like, maybe is, maybe at the beginning of Obama, you had one of the first heavy I mean, you had email e blast campaigns. Yeah. That, was, you, that was that was a great email campaign, and Facebook and Twitter hadn't permeated the culture as heavily as it is now. True. Yeah. And people didn't people didn't go to Facebook for news back in two thousand eight. Yeah. Right. And they used and it to, to share pictures. Hmm. And to that point, too, Donald Trump, to his credit. Hmm is a businessman, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I think they use their marketing skills because they always... Which, which let me tell you, when, when you say they, Jared Kushner... Uh, J- is, Jared, Ivanka, the whole Trump team yeah. came together. Donald, uh, Donald and Eric. Yeah, oh, Don, Eric, Eric, Ivanka, Jared, the whole <laughs> Trump team. You mix, you mix the the Trump dynasty with the Stephen Millers and Steve ba- and Steve Bannons. Yeah, right. And what you have is really a great team. I mean, you, right? You got the money. You've got the worldview. Yeah. You've got the yeah. And they did uh, a great. And that's how they beat Hillary Clinton. It was that strat. It was the strategy that beat Hillary Clinton. It's the dark right. side. Yeah. It's the dark side, but it's. <laughs> Price, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With it, was a, of, it yeah. was a whole lot of puppetry and strings at work. And, and, and just, mm-hmm. just again, right. I mean, Facebook, uh, the digital platforms—they're not regulated by federal law. No, you know, not not like traditional. So it right. was it, it it was the wild wild west in terms of the things that they could say. Right. They didn't have to say. Right. You know, the only thing right now that I know that they're really going after are people who who do endorsements on social media influencers okay just the the uh, what do you call it? fda is going after that but outside of sure. that the election side of this and and now that's probably going to change i mean mm. after after this is probably going to change yeah. it's going to be regulated a little bit it, it's going to be scrutinized a lot more because can, can you, you imagine six thousand yeah. ads i mean what it, no 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 i'm sorry was it thirty thousand thirty thousand yeah thirty thousand ads state russians state bought ads yeah what? Yes, thirty thousand. Yes. And that's and that's why I keep talking about God. The last season of Homeland, they had that whole boiler room where they had people sitting in a room making fake accounts and yep. saying the same things over and over. They and and Buddha, they had so, they had an ad. They found an ad where this guy was saying he was in Montana, and he mm-hmm. had a Facebook page. He showed his daughter's picture and all this. And when they scrutinized the pictures, the, the pictures, they, they could see like oh, absolutely. They, they saw Google the electrical, the electrical uh, outlets were Brazilian. 
Uh, right, the they whole, reverse image it. Yeah, what's that? Right. What you say? There, there, are a whole slew of um. God, one of them got shut down on Twitter. There was a um, like a fake bro, like this this black girl who was pro Trump, you know, all that stuff, and then they reverse imaged the girl and the whose whose picture was in the account, and yeah. it was a fake photo, and then the account got shut down, but yeah. she had a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, and, and we're talking yeah. thirty thousand ads. I'll leave yes. it at that. Uh, the Mueller, the the Mueller investigation is just getting stupid hot Just keep going and it's 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 getting not that it's getting to an end but it's it's really I mean, they're putting a lot of heat on the administration mm-hmm. uh y'all, y'all quick mm-hmm. thoughts on health care kimmel and mccain is is the um do you think uh obamacare will be repealed millennial no oh. um no that's a, I mean, you, okay buddha buddha what do you say go ahead buddha <laughs> buddha said no I, I don't think no one in Washington, D.C. thinks it's going to get repealed. <laughs> I, um, not not right time. now, at least. Yeah, not this time. Here, here, Here's one thing I want to say about it. Yeah, Like them or love them, what McCain said is my sentiments. You can't pass a bill of this enormity without a bipartisan um, effort. Absolutely. And that's all I want. Yeah. Even if, even, if, even if the Democrats and Republicans come together and make the most funkiest bill ever, at least do it together. Yeah. So that's all I got. Yeah. And um, all right, on that note, we have already, I mean, we've addressed the fact, I mean, should blacks call for a boycott? We'll see how that goes based on we'll this, this whole thing with, with yeah, NFL, today. NBA. And you know what? I mean, watch the game attendance. I mean, not that, you know, it's not like we have a lot of ownership in any of those leagues. But, but we'll, <laughs> it's a shame. You know, it, it's, I mean, our, our, our guys, our players, you know, ultimately, uh, I will say this, um, and, and Rand and I were talking about this on last week's show about there is a level of consciousness that didn't ex- that exists now that didn't exist back in the day among the right. athletes. Uh, these athletes really are, even though a lot of it might be mandated by the by the teams, they really do try to give back. You know what I mean? They try to create opportunities and platforms, you know, for their old neighborhoods where they came from and even for America. So even, you know, when you look at mm-hmm. what they did or what they've been doing for Houston – these guys really have that kind of heart. Uh, not all of them, right. mm-hmm. but, you know, the ones like, I mean, I, I, I do think uh, Steph and Curry and and, uh, right. and LeBron uh, and, and even Kobe, you know, because Kobe came out and said a few things. You know, they're real about their, their caring for the country and the climate. Uh, mm-hmm. When I mean that, when I mean by that climate, I mean just, just the whole discord right now, man. I mean, damn. Can we just have a civil conversation? So we'll see how that goes. Just one. Right. Just one. Jeez. All right, Buddha. Buddha, you got a big three, man. Big three things. Okay. Go ahead, Buddha. So here's all of my big threes I already knew we would be talking about <laughs> um, as it relates to any kind of newsworthy something. But I've been in deep thought uh, outside on a personal perspective, nothing professional, about how I, as a person of color and a voice of reason, I would like to call myself, mm-hmm can make change in my and my space and so i thought of three things really quick okay you can't move forward without looking back and i I, one thing that i feel like sometimes people do as they progress like you know um you have one lifestyle and then you have a child and then you provide better for that child Mm -hmm. and then that child provides better for his child and before you know it 
everybody's moving forward without honoring the past. Mm -hmm. And I think that as a person of color and people that are disenfranchised in America, one of the most potent uh, things that you can do is to look back and learn from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number two, deal with all deal with all undealt with issues because right. you carry those issues through your life. You can move forward socially, economically, you can move forward physically, but if you have not dealt with issues, it's going to bleed over into your success. Um, and then number three, challenge yourself and those around you. Mm-hmm. And I think if you do those three things, you will be your own social justice movement improvement kind of scenario in your world. Cool. Recap those big, again, Buddha. The big three. Okay. Your big three. Go ahead. Can't move forward without looking back. Uh-huh. Honor the past, never discard it. Mm-hmm. Deal with all undealt with issues and challenge yourself and those around you. Good deal. Good stuff, man. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, That's um, well, again, we we uh, always appreciate oh, folks. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going go to go come to you. What about you, Millennial? Well, huge, 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 huge news. Um, Angela Merkel won re-election in Germany. Wow. Oh, so I know you're happy. Breathe, sigh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Another Jezebel. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> I'm just the She staved off a... Uh, you, you and Larry, man. Y'all were made oh for God. each other, bro. Well, she's, well she's, she staved off the far-right movement in Germany, but right. the far-right movement in Germany um, got some seats in parliament. So... That's what she's got to deal with. Um, hey, you know what? Let and, me mention. Let yeah. me mention this, uh, millennial. I was, what? I was, I was listening to uh, NPR this week, and they have, they have uh-huh. a, pl- they have a play about An- uh, Angela Merkel. They have a play that travels about. Oh what? A play like a. It's like some passion play. No, it, it, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's like play. it's <laughs> like a Broadway type play. Oh gosh! It, 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 I oh. mean, her her whole her whole like de- her life de- like is it no, it's like her whole demeanor because people joke oh. about how bland oh. and her whole demeanor. So it's just funny. Oh. Go ahead, but go ahead, man. I just thought I'd mention that. that oh, that's funny. She's like Roger. So I said I said that kind of play because it's like she, she's know, the story of her life kind of play. She's the culture. <laughs> go ahead, man. What well, else? anyway, well, I'm just saying I'm reading. Um, I'm a fifth way into Hillary Clinton's book. It's pretty good, you know. Speaking oh. of looking, speaking of looking to the past, you know, we can't we can't move forward in any election cycle unless we talk about um, what happened. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know, 2016 was a year where a lot of things happened that no, we don't have the words to describe what yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. So um, she gave a really good interview with Joy, and I'm probably going to watch the rest of it today. But mm-hmm. she does talk about a lot of things. Um, that you know makes makes listening to Trump hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know when you listen to somebody as eloquent as she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and and by the way, also um, in in Clinton news, uh, Brother Bill has a TV series coming out on Showtime. What? Yes. You're lying. He uh, his book, The President Is Missing, is uh, being converted into a movie. With uh, James Patterson uh, over oh, on Showtime, so oh, that's cool. Les Moonves is working with him. So you know Trump, oh, he, well, he's doing go. the reversal. He's coming from the presidency to entertainment. So um, and and it's going to be interesting because it offers the whole. You know, it's fiction, but it offers yeah. his insight on what it was like as president. So it's more lifelike. So it's going to be an interesting movie. 
interesting. I don't know if it's going to be a series. Like, what do you call? What's the name of that series you like so much over on Showtime? Uh, but what, Homeland. Yeah, it's it might be like a yeah. Homeland take, uh, but yeah. it's it's supposedly they're they're putting a lot of money into it. Um, oh, and uh, God, it was one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. I had to mention to y'all. But I'll save it for next week, man. It is exhausting, brothers. It's exhausting. That's all I got to say. It's so exhausting. I'm going back to sleep. That's what I'm saying. I don't blame you, man. It is, uh, it is exhausting. And and it, it's awesome. It, you know what makes it even more exhausting? And I'm going to leave it at this. The uh, the surrogates coming out in defense. Uh, and I'm looking at... Oh, I mean, why don't you watch... I'm looking at Bruce like Level right now. National Diversity Coalition for Trump on MSNBC. Oh, yeah, I know. And I can't wait for Paris Denar and all the other folks as well. Oh, so God. Buddha, hey but man. You know, what, Go ahead. You know, never mind. I don't want to get <laughs> we, we good. We good. We good. Buddha, hey, thanks a lot again, man. Uh give my best to read. Keep doing I your sure thing. Will. We appreciate you. And how can people connect with you one more time? You you can connect with me on any social media platform at V Terrell Hill. That's V T E R R I L L H I L L. And you do your thing with Reed. In addition, you do uh, your political commentary as well. Am I correct? Oh, for sure. So on uh, every Monday uh, at 7 p.m., we go live for uh, Larry Reed Live. Um, and then you could uh, Facebook Periscope search Larry Reed Live. And then every Wednesday at 7 p.m., I, I do political commentary, uh, the political exchange, uh, and you can search me at V Terrell Hill. And uh, it's the thing is, it's about really conversation like this, where we're talking from the perspective of your everyday person. So yeah, I enjoy. Hey man, appreciate you, millennial. Go back to sleep or watch some games, <laughs> whatever you're gonna do. And more information is coming up on on how you can connect with us. Make sure you go to. Uh, castropolis.net that's our uh, where you can find all the podcasts as well castropolis like podcast but it's cast and tropolis but not with two t's c-a-s-t-r-o-p-o-l-i-s like a podcast castropolis.net and we'll be adding more shows in the future we appreciate your support and uh, thanks for all you do again Buddha appreciate you again Millennial Nick appreciate you and number 56 show is out Rand's back next week, y'all. We'll see you. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail, 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap, SB the G, graphics, Lady J. Thanks for listening.